Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, May 31st, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, you uh, I know you're in some pain right now. You threw out your back. You're not taking Ambien by any chance, are you? <laughs> no. No. Uh, although... Um... That might be a solution for getting some sleep with back pain. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, yeah, well, I just want to make sure if you were that, you know, we'd have to edit out anything untoward you said. So. Well, you've cut me off from the Broadway Radio Twitter account, so I'm good there. <laughs> I have? You're the only one who has the password. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. Something's going wrong there. Anyway. Bobby Brazil has it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know why he would, but okay. He has everything else. Hmm. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What a day for uh, social media, oh. over uh, <laughs> prescription sleep aids, <laughs> and uh, various other things. We're going to touch upon uh, all of that today. No, none of that. None, none of, that. of that. I, I did have a Trump-related story that I decided not to use, so uh, y'all can thank me for that later. Uh, who was in the White House today doing prison reform? Kim, Kim Kardashian. That Kim was Kardashian. not the story. Yeah, okay. Basically, I'll, I'll tell you too real quick. There's a new book out by a Shakespearean scholar called Tyrant that looks at all of the terrible leaders uh, in Shakespearean history from Richard III uh, to Macbeth. And without ever using Trump's name, it is very clear that apparently this scholar who I, I, I didn't write it up in the script, so I don't know his name, but this scholar took great pains to compare these uh, tyrants to Donald Trump. So um, look it up. It's called Tyrant. I don't remember who wrote it, but I'm sure you can find it. There's an article about it in Vox if you want to if you want to look up more details. Hmm. All right. First up in the news, uh, Broadway's version of Ambien, Escape to Marnerville, announces its final performance. <laughs> you told me you were going to come up with a dad joke for that, but I feel like this one was on the fly. So uh, uh, good job there. Um, yeah. Last night, the Broadway production of Escape to Margaritaville announced that it would close up shop on July 1st. The show, James, never never caught on with audiences and has only broken eight hundred thousand uh, dollars in terms of box office weekly grosses once. And it did not receive a single Tony nomination. Now, if I'm being honest, James, I'm a little surprised by this only because I thought that the summer tourist season um, would give them enough of an influx to have an advance worth hanging around for for the producers. But apparently whatever they had in the bank for future sales was not enough. Uh, the show's cast will apparently perform on PBS as a Capital Fourth a few days after the show closes, and then a national tour is scheduled to launch in October of 2019 from the Providence Arts Center in Rhode Island. Of course, as always, we wish the best to everybody involved with the show, both on and off stage. And uh, it's always sad when a show closes, especially when I, you know, I, I talked about it. I had super high hopes for this one because I, I really have a soft spot in my heart for Jimmy Buffett and Jimmy Buffett music. So uh, I'm sorry that this didn't go as well as I'm sure everyone involved would have liked. Now, James, what that means moving forward is, is that the Marquee Theater is now available for this fall. It is one of the bigger houses on Broadway. It's a Nederlander house and seats over 1,600 people. So it'll be interesting to see what musical ends up taking the house in the fall. Um, there's not a ton of big musicals that are 
um, necessarily being rumored for Broadway right now. We have things like Kiss Me Kate, which is a roundabout show, so we know that's going in there. We know Hades Town is going to try to come in this season, but I can't see it going into a theater that big. Then we have things like Ain't Too Proud, but they have some uh, out-of-town tryouts going in, so I don't know if they'll be ready for the fall. Then there's Secret Garden, which is having a workshop lab right now. So those are the only ones that have announced the intentions. I'm not sure that any of those fit perfectly, but there's a whole ton of things waiting in the wings that could come from Moulin Rouge to Beetlejuice um, to to Tootsie, which is doing its thing in Chicago over the summer. So it looks like there will definitely be uh, somebody looking to gobble that up sooner rather than later. I totally agree with you about the surprising uh, closing of this to not uh, yeah. be able to uh, get the summer crowd in there. So I do think that there is somebody else circling that we will get a press, uh, we'll, we'll get an announcement in the next week or so mm. to see who's going to come in there. I think that you've hit all the likely suspects. You think that the the Niederlanders had somebody already say, yeah, let's do this rather, you know, let's 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 make this move sooner rather than later, and and, and just kind of pulled the plug on it from their end. Yeah, I think that somebody wants to get in to open in the fall. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, if Escape to Margaritaville survived the summer, who knows how it would do in the fall, and then we'd uh, we'd have it empty for an extended period of time. So I think that this is a uh, Somebody pushed them out. We will see. And like you said, normally these things, the announcements follow each other fairly closely. They might wait until after the Tonys so they don't have to compete with that. But if a show is going to try to come in there in the fall, they're going to want to start selling tickets as soon as humanly possible. So you're probably right that if an announcement is forthcoming, it'll probably come either in the next few days or I guess maybe early next week. But I I would imagine they might want to wait until after all the big award stuff happens uh, on the 10th. All right, next up, Joe Montello teases a new show in the New York Times article. Yes, James, and it was not just any new show that he teases, but we'll get to that first. Let me give you the setup. So Maureen Dowd, of all people, I I don't understand how that happened, but Maureen Dowd uh, did a really fun short interview with Joe Mantello where she would ask the Tony winner questions and he would either confirm or deny them. The questions ranged from whether he would like to get Dolly Parton and Glenda Jackson on stage together to whether he likes girl pop music more than show tunes. Uh, But there were a few really interesting theatrically specific questions in there, including this one from Dowd, where she said, quote, Stephen Sondheim will deliver a complete completed musical that you're directing by the end of the summer and Mantello's response hopefully confirm of course this is in reference to the Sondheim David Ives uh, David Ives musical based on two films by Louise Boonwell uh, the word has always been that after some workshops uh, done at the public theater that the public is ready to mount an off-Broadway production whenever Sondheim finishes the score so James hopefully if Mantello is optimistic Hopefully that means we're getting close to actually seeing this thing be announced for an official actual production sometime soon. Hmm. You know, uh, a, a new a new Sondheim show is a reason to live for all of us. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, a, an, another really fun question that Dowd asked was, "Quote: Whenever you get a new play to, play to read, your first thought is always, is there a part for Laurie Metcalf?" Mantella responded, "Confirm. Even when, and especially when it's an all male cast, she can do anything." I am now starting to. Uh, 
uh, Dreamcast Lori Metcalf in any traditionally male role ever uh, directed by Joe Mantel. I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as we get into the summer, we are going to have a frozen section. So... Summer. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we have a handful of uh, Frozen-related things here that I wanted to share. First now, you might remember that we previously discussed a lawsuit brought by a Chilean songwriter named uh, Jaime Sierro against Disney, Bobby and Kristen Anderson Lopez, Adina Menzel, Demi Lovato, and others, claiming that Let It Go copied his song Volar. Um, I think we might have even played the clips back-to-back. Uh, there's some similarities, but they're not like Sondheim melodies. I mean, they're fairly catchy songs with similar hooks. Um, well, due to a lapse in the statute of limitations, Mark Hirschberg over at Forbes reports that the Lopez's have been removed from the lawsuit for now. However, apparently every new instance of the song's use opens them up for another copyright claim. So the Broadway production starts that statute clock all over again, even though the statute from the uh, from the film had lapsed before Ciro made his 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 claim in court. Now, I'm not sure if the song being used and performed on The View counts as another infringement instance, but Casey Levy will be performing the iconic song on the ABC talk show today from the St. James Theater. Now, technically, the performance has already been taped. It was taped last week, um, as was the one that aired yesterday on Good Morning America. That was the number for the first time in forever featuring Patty Murin and the entire cast, including Casey Levy. We will have a link to that one in the show notes at broadwayradio.com, but I can smell the corporate synergy here, James, with all of the ABC daytime shows uh, doing the, doing what they do with a Disney musical. They did the very similar things with, uh, with Aladdin. I don't know if there's been another one that's opened um, since then, but they've also done similar things with The Lion King. So very much in uh, in Disney's marketing plans to do stuff like this. Uh, I hope that Disney survives all the protests that the uh, Roseanne fans are, are having against ABC. Yeah, just like Hamilton and uh, yeah. all those other things. That, exactly. yeah. One thing is true is that it's hard to spell ABC for them. So, um, all right, Matt, what else do you have for us? Direct all hate mail to James at BroadwayRadio.com. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, in some other news, speaking of Patty Murin, um, after the actor teased something exciting on Twitter yesterday, it was announced that stage and screen star Colin Donnell, Patty's husband, will round out the cast of the upcoming off-center production of Jason Robert Brown's Songs for a New World. The Chicago Med TV star joins Shoshana Bean, Michael Kilgore, and Soleil Pfeiffer in the production, which will run at City Center from June 27th through the 30th. In other JRB news, this Friday, the composer's Friday night is Music Night, featuring Rachel Tucker, Betsy Wolf, and Norm Lewis. will air on BBC Two Radio over in the UK, and you know, hopefully there will be some way to make the broadcast available for us Yanks uh, in the near future as well. Also on Wednesday, the Tony Awards and CBS announced the first swath of stars to be presenters for next week's Tony ceremony. The uh, Those stars included will be Uzo Aduba, Matt, uh, Matt Bomer, Claire Danes, Army Hammer, Tatiana Maslany, Leslie Odom Jr., Jim Parsons, Zachary Kinto, and Andrew Reynolds. More will be announced, of course, over the next week. And now finally, this is something that I thought we might talk about a little bit more earlier in the show, James, but then Margaritaville closed and it just got a little hectic up top. So we can talk about this in depth if you want. But finally, following the success of the Billy Crudup one-man show Harry Clark and the upcoming Carrie Mulligan one-woman show Girls and Boys, Audible has made their relationship with the Manetta, Man, who, with the Manetta Lane Theater Facebook official, DTRing things a little bit. 
this see i i try to make a joke and then i stumble over anyway um the 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 greenwich village theater will now serve as the creative home for live performances for the audiobook company including dramatic plays like those comedy shows engaging panel discussions and more the fall and winter lineups at the Manetta Lane theater partnering with audible will be announced in the coming months audible will also be announcing live performances in other cities in the near future and the audible versions of the crudup and mulligan performances as well as judith lights all the ways to say i love you uh and other theatrical content are now available for pre-order this is we've talked about this since they announced it james about they were investing like five million dollars in original plays and then getting involved with harry clark i love this because i it's a an interesting way to expose theatrical content to wider audiences i can't imagine that this is something that i ever would have envisioned somebody doing because it's not something that i thought would have been financially worthwhile but hey i that's awesome i love that a big company like audible which is you know a subsidiary of amazon is getting in at least in some way to producing theatrical content in an off-broadway setting which i think um is just utterly fantastic well i can't wait for them to open up a whole foods at the Lane theater if they open up a Whole Foods and maybe if they offer some Amazon Prime uh, Broadway tickets, you know, do you think uh, Amazon will get into the Broadway ticketing sphere? I mean, do you have to be uh, an, an Amazon Prime verified fan? Oh, maybe no? that's how I get to see Springsteen. <laughs> you better hurry. <laughs> anyway, a few days if, left. I know. If you would like more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. And everybody say goodbye goodbye to Matt for the weekend. He'll be back on Monday. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. <laughs> My name is James Bruno from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. Julie and I will be back tomorrow to get you into the weekend. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to tell you. You never talk to me anymore. (laughs) You don't send me flowers. 